0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Voice of the Makers where makers let their voices be heard all while building our very own communities. This is your host Ginger and we're on Season 3, Episode 6. This episode is about growing a brand. But before we get into growing a brand, start right here. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, upload it to Instagram Story, and tag my brand at Gemini Fly. This way, I know that you're tuned into the pod. So we're going to talk about growing a brand. But before we talk about that, I want to put out a few disclaimers. I am no guru in being like a brand strategist. I haven't had a certification or I don't have a degree in business or anything of that nature. But I do have experience. I have my own brand, Gemini Fly, and I have a podcast, Voice of the Makers. So I believe that over the years, I have developed some things that have been successful and that I do believe will help you in your search or your quest to build your brand. So going back to what I said, one key word, research. And I've said this so many times, and it's something that definitely, definitely needs to leave an imprint on your mind and your heart. Because so many people want to email brands, slide into their DMs, contact them over the phone, and nowadays do Zoom calls because they want to know what is in the mind of a creative that has built a brand. It seems so hard or it seems so easy, whatever, you know, your perspective is of it. And you just feel like this person has to be able to tell me what I need to do to get to the next step and me wanting to build a brand. Well, here's the thing. Most successful brands research. They didn't go and ask another brand how to do it. They researched on how to do it. It's just kind of like having a baby, okay? For you all that don't have babies or the ones that do. You can ask someone how the pain level will be and how caring a baby is, but it's different for everyone. Everyone won't have the same experiences. You can ask someone about marriage. Every marriage is different. You can ask someone about college. Every college experience is different. So therefore, just going someone and asking them about theirs will not make your experience any easier or any different. Okay? So there are so many books of people that have studied how to explain how to build a brand. And there are a lot of brand people who don't know how to explain it. They just know how to do it. Or maybe they just don't have the time or they don't want to. So to save yourself the disheartening um, letdown of not being told by that person that you feel just needs to tell you how to start a brand or feeling insulted because they don't have the time or the bandwidth, go to Google And research anything you want to do. If you want to start learning how to sew. Type in I want to learn how to sew. If you want to learn how to draw. How to paint. How to do collages. How to make jewelry. Google is your friend. Because Google is the pipeline that will take you to wherever you need to go. Whether that is Pinterest. Which is a wealth of knowledge. They have everything from diagrams. To written out explanations. To links to YouTube. Then you have YouTube. YouTube is a great wealth of knowledge. It has so many visuals and videos step by step. You can pause. You can ask questions of people that specifically made steps on how to explain how to start a brand, a business, whatever is your genre. Then you have Books A Million or Amazon. So many books where authors actually took time to write chapter books about Specific genres on how to do certain things, whether that's you want to be a blogger, you want to be a writer, you want to know how to write books, you want to know how to publish your book, you want to know how to be a film director. There's so many sources other than going to that person that is in the genre and say, Hey, Spike Lee, I need you to tell me what kind of camera I need to use to shoot this uh, short film that I want to shoot, or Hey, Um, Naomi Campbell, I want you to show me or tell me or send me a video on how to do a catwalk because I want to be, I'm an aspiring model. Okay. Now I won't say there are times where I ask people things that may not be that simple. Like for example, we're in the middle of a pandemic, COVID-19, where it's not safe to become, uh, in direct contact with people. You need to social distance yourself. So I have a friend who is a hairstylist and I have some questions about doing my daughter's hair. I don't aspire to take my daughter to a hair salon, but I do aspire to be able to care for her hair myself in a better manner at home. And I simply asked her because she's not working in a salon. I asked the stylist for some tips and I also asked her how much would she charge for that? Because even though it wasn't something she was currently offering, I felt because she was a specialist in this, it's a possibility that she could. Now, I also put the disclaimer out that if she didn't want to accept my offer, I was totally fine with that. I was not going to walk away with an attitude or anything because this was totally my idea, my thought process. So I just want to put that out there. She agreed and we were going to do like a Zoom call, a video FaceTime, or either I sent her a video uh, detailed, clear, and she came back with it. And now if she does it for free, the consultation, fine. But if she charges me, I'm willing to pay for that because I asked her to do something that she doesn't offer currently. You know what I'm saying? So keep all of that in mind. I'm not saying don't ask the questions, but know who to ask the questions to and also know how to accept uh no or i can't do or i don't do that oh one other um place for research that i forgot was podcasts podcasting has a lot of um great wealth of knowledge on different topics um far as like business and finances and uh all the way down to being a creative so Also put Pinterest, I mean, put podcasting in there with Pinterest and YouTube. Oh, and Instagram. You can look at things on Instagram. There are some how to's and gurus there um, where you're looking at different brands. Okay. Business influencers. Oh my gosh. This is an excellent source. To help grow your brand. Some of them have their own brands, Some of them have. Brands inside of being business strategists. They actually. Have taken the time to break down. How to market yourself. On social media. Such as Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. They have it down to a science. Now I will say you have to do your research on them. Because some are better than others. I have dabbled with a few of them that I was able to get some knowledge without paying the cost. And I didn't feel like it was necessary to go to the next level. And there are some that I definitely needed to pay whatever their fee was to go to the next level to help me grow my brand or get whatever they had that I hadn't um, obtained, obtained yet. Another important part of growing your brand is to revamp. Sometimes we come out the gate, we have these cute little logos and these colors and all of these different things. And we don't realize that sometimes we outgrow them or our audience or our, um, supporters outgrow them. Sometimes just the things that are popular or trending change. I've seen people with so many followers that I just look up to change their whole look, whether that's revamping their, um, mission statement, whether that's revamping their literature, their cards, their, um, their branding, changing their bios and Instagram, you know, because everything is always revolving. So you have to make sure that you're up to par. Maybe what worked in 2009 didn't work in 2019, won't work for 2025. So you always want to be revamping and reestablishing yourself and just tweaking things to stay current. A business influencer would definitely help you with that. And also just doing research on your own and seeing what's working and what's trending um, through some of those same vessels that I mentioned before, the Pinterest podcast, YouTube, Instagram, and so forth. You want to pay attention to your followers, know your followers as much as you can, especially if you have under hmm, 7k followers. It's a little bit easier because out of 7k followers on say Instagram, you probably will have about two to 300 that really support, really follow you on your Instagram stories where you have more of a turnover of possibility of people that actually shop with you, buy from you, share your posts, etc. You'll actually have only about two to 300 that actually consistently like your posts and leave comments, okay? Now, I'm not saying that depending on what you post, the picture, how pretty it is, the timing won't get you more um, additional followers. I'm talking about that solid foundation. You want to pay attention to them. You want to respond to them in the DMs. You want to make sure that you roll out special things to them when it's time to roll out with your new brand um, strategies and information. You want to make sure that you have their emails, okay? Email. Let's hang on to that word for a minute. Email is so vital. It's not going anywhere. I keep listening to podcasts with people saying, make sure that you have some type of email list. And MailChimp is who I use, and I kind of swear by them, but you know, there's so many different vessels to collect emails. Now, when you have someone's email, it's very private and it's very special to many people. They don't want you to bombard it. They don't want you to flood it. They don't want you to become spammy. So you want to make sure that when you do send out a newsletter or some kind of way that you contact them through an intimate situation, such as an email, that it's not overbearing and that it's satisfying and that it's hearty and that it's not too often, you know, because if that's the case, they will just unsubscribe and you won't have them anymore. So you want to make sure that you have a deep connection with the people that are your diehards, you know, and also people that sporadically leave DMs and messages and things like that. You just want to make sure that you're commenting back and that you're liking and responding to them because this is how you develop a rapport of connecting followers, connecting supporters, connecting an audience, you know, connecting buyers. And that's a process of growing your brand. Now, what I have noticed that many of us have experienced since the recent times that we're in, with all the protesting during, during the civil rights movement that is going on with um, the heightened police uh, brutality that we're experiencing in the world. Um, a lot of people have felt need to start following people and sharing things and shopping with people that they normally wouldn't and while this is a beautiful beautiful response and this is something that we should be doing all the time it's also something that could fall off so while you may have gone from 2,000 followers to 4,000 in less than a week please understand that some of these people did it just to fit some status pro quo um But there are some that are coming along and when they're commenting, treat them the same way you would treat someone that comments on everything. If they're sharing your posts, say thank you and and have some type of communication with them. Don't go overboard, but just treat them as if they're family. You know what I'm saying? And who knows? They may stick around. They may stay. They may decide to actually participate and partake in what you are delivering. But also know that Those numbers could go away. Those followers could eventually click the unfollow button if it wasn't genuine to begin with. So don't just get all hype and say, oh, I have 5,000 followers now. Oh, I have 10K. It could be for the long haul. It could not be. And also make sure that you introduce yourself. I'm not saying do like a blind DM. I've been getting so many blind DMs saying, hi, you liked a couple of my pictures and I just wanted to say thank you for joining. No, I didn't join. I didn't even commit to following yet you know, um, and that could be a turnoff. But if someone took the opportunity to comment, start following and uh, come uh, leaving a message, go the extra mile with that. Another thing with brand growing, and I, I strongly believe we'll have to have a part two. So make sure that you are, you know, sending me any DMs or messages that you say, Hey, Ginger, you forgot this. Or I don't know if I agree with that. Or I think you should add this because I would love to do a part a part two. Because I think growing your brand is something that's um, ever changing. And it's going to be a continuation of something that you do as long as you have a brand. So this, um this last part, this last part is real golden. It's something a lot of us find kind of painful, but it's something that you must do you have to weed out the spectators the ghost followers and the people that are just there to be kind of like hagglers you have to weed them out so shout out to instagram because they have this thing when you go look in your um settings i believe that's what it is you can see exactly who's following and who you respond to or who you connect with the most and who you connect with the least. Now, sometimes I go through those least and I realize that, oh, this person doesn't use their Instagram page anymore, or the Instagram page no longer exists or anything of that matter, or I'm not interested in following this person. They don't follow me. It is okay to go out there and take that off because that helps to make room for someone that you don't see that you need to see. Because there is no way, if you scrolled all day long, even if you have over 300 followers, you can't watch everybody's Instagram story. For the most part, the same 20 people always come up in my Instagram story first. And the same, I would say, 50 people always come in my news feed first. Because Instagram says, hey, you interact with this person the most. So I'm going to show you their information first ha 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 maybe you knew that maybe you didn't you just learned something or it was just you know clarified (laughs) but yeah that is so um cool of Instagram to supply that information because you'll know, okay, I need to unfollow this person because they no longer use their Instagram story. So I can make room for somebody that is looking for my jewelry. Oh, now I can see a person who I'm thinking about being a brand ambassador, or I want to collaborate with them, or I simply want to buy something from them, or maybe they want to buy something from me. But you have to weed it out. Don't be afraid. I remember there was a time when I first started, I used to have this big thing about, if you're not following me, I'm not following you. Now I'm not that way. Sometimes there are more people following me than I'm following, but that's not because I'm doing anything special. It's because I'm trying to spend as much time on Instagram promoting and interacting with people who are about my brand and I'm about what they're doing versus trying to convert non-converters. You you don't need to waste time converting non-converters. That even goes off record, like even on your like your Facebook, because a lot of people struggle with Facebook because it's more of a familiar space with your family and friends, and you spend so much time just blurting out little um, things about... Um, oh, you know, if family shared our stuff like they shared tragedy, I would be at 10K already or I would sell out in my brand. Well, that, again, is like you're trying to preach to the choir. You know, (laughs) they know what you're trying to do. Most of the time they're waiting on you to blow up and be in a magazine or something before they even acknowledge you. So, hey, you're wasting your time. But meanwhile, you have this lady that has been asking you to do like these brass earrings with these gold tassels and she's already like bought 20 pieces from you and you're missing her commission because you're so focused on people that don't want to participate in what you're putting out. So make sure that you're curating and concentrating on the people that are most interested in what you're doing. And I believe those are the very basic and very wholesome parts of growing a brand. Not so much, um, I I did throw a little bit about starting it with the research. But again, even when you've already established your brand, you want to continue evolving and growing. So read the books, watch the tutorials and the YouTubes get you a brand strategist or a mentor, that's a new thing, a mentor, like a big sister or a big brother that's in the same genre as you, maybe you can offer them like um, some type of fee, if they could just kind of like look and listen to what you have going on, and kind of help you comb through some people are willing to do that. And again, some people aren't. So don't take it as uh, an insult, you know. And uh, we're going to stop right there. Again, if you have any tidbits you'd like to add, hit me up on Instagram. Let's continue the conversation. If you want me to dive into a part two, go to Apple Podcasts, review this particular podcast, and let me know, hey, I want you to do a part two and talk about A, B, and C, okay? And so I hope this was helpful for you. Um, it definitely helped me to realize how much I've grown over the years and how much information I've actually um, developed and, and stored in and, and all of that great stuff. So anyway, I'm tired of talking. I'm about to get out of here. <laughs> Stay safe.